So we would really love nothing more than your support with a follow and rating on iTunes and Spotify. It's really the only way more people can find out about our show. And it's the only way for us to bring content to you guys. Um, if you really enjoy this podcast, please leave a rating and review. Also, follow us on all socials at BJ Sports Talk. Again, that's BJ Sports Talk on all socials. Yeah, and tell your friends, families, cousins, uncles, moms, dads, and anyone you know who loves sports as much as we do about this podcast. Let the people know where you listen to all things sports. One share goes a long way. Enjoy this episode. All right. What's up, everyone? I'm Birdo. And I'm JP. And this is BJ Sports Talk, baby. Yeah, let's get it. All right, man. Another week, another episode. I'm excited. There's been a lot of news. I I can't wait to hop right in. But first, you know, it's drink time like usual. What you drinking today, bro? So this is an early morning recording and I got a little coffee and I poured a little bit of Bailey's in it and not a little bit. Of okay. <laughs> I think I want to admit <laughs> I poured a little more than I wanted to. And uh, it's waking me up for sure. And it's already sending me to the bathroom, so <laughs> that was good coffee. <laughs> you what know what's you? going on? <laughs> yeah. So I actually walked over to uh, the gas station to just get me a Trulies. <laughs> Not too bad, you know, the wild berry. But the reason I got it is they're actually the official sponsor there of the USA women's soccer team. Okay, that's so a bit like, sad, though. <laughs> it, it was, but I was like, you know what? World Cup's going on. Women's World, World Cup's going on. So World Cup's been l- so lit, man. This is crazy. Your pig made it. England. I know we got one more left. Yeah, England made it. Uh, this is a crazy, crazy like uh, semis because before the semis happened, Australia and France were up, right? France was favored. And this was for the round of 16. They went to the longest penalty shootout in World Cup history. That's how Australia made it to the semis. And that's I know, the, that, that was insane. That's the, that's the most penalties ever for men and women. So it was like, what, 20 penalties? Yeah, it was each? wild. That's crazy, man. Imagine that pressure being the 19th kick, <laughs> and then you miss Yeah, for it. real. <laughs> and then the that's like Australia scores. That's basically like the NBA Finals going to like quadruple overtime. Oh, <laughs> it should sure. be wild. Yeah. And then it was a mismatch, England, Australia. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people thought it was going to be a nice, close match. Everyone, including myself, thought it was going to be a draw going to PKs too. But, you know, England kind of throttled them. And then Spain, Spain looks insane. I don't know. I don't know if England's going to take Spain. Spain looked crazy when they won, I think it was 5-1 to one earlier in the round of 32. Yeah. Uh, I remember watching that game. I was like, this team is just on another level. Like, they, and you know what's crazy is they've never made the finals ever in history. They never made the semis, I think. That was their first semi match, too. Yeah. Yeah. They've never made it that far ever. Bro, they, they have the story. They have the, it's the messy story of last season. Oh, yeah. It's, it's crazy. I mean, that, that whole story is, is just going to be so fun to watch. I'm rooting for them. I, I can't root for England anymore, but I Dang, think Spain's man. the one to beat. 
I mean, Spain handled Sweden at the very end. So, yeah, but one of us got to get it right. 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> what were the odds for England to win? Do you remember? I don't. I didn't look it up. I didn't actually bet it. But for those who are betting, look, I would say hit this little uh, finals match. Hit that both teams to score plus 100 for sure. And yeah, then both teams score. that's pretty fair. Someone's that's what score. I would take. Yeah. Got to get yeah, that out there and, for someone. Spain. <laughs> <laughs> I would put I'd put Spain on the money line, bro. I, I don't I don't see them losing. I don't either. Like I said, it's just a perfect story this season for them. Yeah, no, I'm super stoked for them. Uh, but aside from that, football is back, baby. Not NFL. I'm talking not NFL, I'm ta- but I'm I was so football, excited. Football from the other side of the pond. For those that don't see this man, he already got his uh, United jersey on, already repping. <laughs> it was a, a controversial win, but I'm a, I'm gonna be dumb. honest, bro. You shouldn't be repping that jersey today because <laughs> we did not look good. <laughs> Honestly, we looked like trash. United looked like trash. That just wasn't the best game we could have started out with. I mean, we had Garnacho on the left. I don't think I don't think Garnacho should be starting yet. I think that was probably a wake up call for Eric Ten Hag to look at his yeah. options he's just too young still i mean he's just too raw i think he's gonna be great obviously he's a superstar in the making but there's no way that this man should be starting the games yet especially against like some of these epl wolves were they weren't even supposed to be that good this season you know it's and... crazy we were the biggest favorite going into this weekend we were supposed to win and we were supposed to kill them of course but the betting odds we were easily the favorite compared to any other team. Damn. And we put yeah. on that show. <laughs> I had no idea about that. I mean, it makes sense, though. We, our team is so stacked on paper. But then you get teams like, I mean, Arsenal looked crazy good. Arsenal just looked like a well-oiled machine. Just like, yeah. they were perfect, man. That team looked so good. City is just on another level City. still. City's like, just City. City. Is, <laughs> City's going to probably... I, I think they could easily win the league again just based off of the way they're playing. Holland scored the craziest goal. If no one's seen that yet, you got to go watch the highlights of that game. It was City and Erling Holland. He just like first time left footed off the volley, just like perfect upper banger. <laughs> Bro, that was just crazy. That guy's just a, he's an alien, man. I always joke about it. This guy's just not human. He's just like one of the freakish athletes that we'll see. Like, Every every 10 years, you know, like someone comes up. <laughs> yeah, for real. I always joke about his forehead, but he uses his <laughs> forehead too when he when he bangs in goals. So, you know, at least he's using it. It's a little high up there. <laughs> yeah. He's got like a six head. <laughs> he got the six head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, all the all the big teams won except for Chelsea and Liverpool. They tied one one. And I was so glad to see that happen because if we're going to be in a battle for top four, you got to have those big teams not get any points. So that was actually going to lead me to a question, bro. After watching the first weekend, who do you think was like the biggest disappointment? Because for me, I was going into it. I was like, it's Liverpool. And then we played, which is unfortunate. But yeah, I, I think, think outside, outside of us being a disappointment, It'll be interesting to see as we're playing Spurs Saturday, so that'll be interesting to see how we play. 
yeah. see if we figure it out. But I think the biggest, uh, like the biggest disappointment for me was honestly Chelsea. Man, how do you spend that much money? They spend like well over two hundred mil this summer alone. They sold a lot of players, but they brought in a lot of new players. Yeah. How do you like? How do you do all that? And they did the same thing last summer too, bro. They spent all this money. I mean, it was crazy the amount of money Todd Bowley is spending, the owner of the Dodgers, bro. I don't know how this man is able to do that in the Premier League, but I, I yeah, guess it's to just be middle of the tier. Too. Yeah. How, how do you do that? And then just your team is just is just nothing. I mean, granted, they're all new players playing together, so it might take them a few months, but you don't have that kind of time in a league where every game matters. So the way that English football works is that you're in a, you're in a a one league and it's just based, your points are based off of every win. So if every win is three points, a tie is one. And if you lose, you get zero points, obviously, but that is your league. So you're just on a ladder the entire season. There's no playoffs. There's no tournaments that affect your play in. So if you lose a game, you're just, or if you tie a game, you're just not going to climb the ladder. You're not going to make top four. So yeah. if you're the bottom two, you're going to get relegated. And then the league under us, the championship, if you're top two, you're going to get promoted. So you can't, be, you can't be tying games and giving up easy points, especially you don't have months to work on You know your That's team. That's the thing, bro. That's the thing with Chelsea. I mean, they did this last summer, and everyone said the same thing. Hey, give them a month. Give them a, a few weeks. They got to work it all out. They never did. But you so don't what time what makes us think that they're going to work it out again? Like, I, I don't see that. No. And, and the, only, the only league, I think, where you can see just like you buy all these players and your team is just going to be stacked, you're not going to lose, is MLP. probably like that. that. No, the MLS. Okay. The Saudi Arabia League. Uh, where you're getting like players like Neymar? He's Neymar's going to Saudi Arabia now. That's crazy. Um, you get uh, like MLS this is a perfect transition. Uh, Inter Miami buys Messi, buys Jordi Alba, buys Sergio Busquets, all just world class players. They're probably Busquets and Alba, I think, could still have played another year or two at the top level for Barcelona. But in about a year or two, their legs are going to give out. They're probably going to be a lot slower. They're still bossing the midfield. They're still bossing their teams. Miami. This I mean, Messi's just, bro, he's just insane. I mean, he's an auto bet. He's an auto moneymaker at this point. Like, if I ever seen a cash cow, it's him. He's on a... He's on vacation mode too. This man went to Miami to go on vacation and play, just play sun, like Sunday league soccer and just have fun. Yeah, this man went to, you know, he just shops at Publix throughout the week. <laughs> he just cooks some food, hangs out at the beach, and then goes and scores yeah. a few goals. This man's probably, this man's probably having barbecues, Saturday barbecues at, you know, Daytona Beach or wherever, you know, whatever beach you go to, Miami. Yeah, honestly. And then I actually saw somewhere that someone seen him at the Hard Rock Casino out there. So for those who haven't been out there, like the Hard Rock is so nice. It's actually shaped like a guitar. So like a lot of people go there. Damn, that's and sick. someone said they seen him like the day before a match. I was like, I don't know if this is true or not, but if he is, 
That's true Bro, vacation mode. He, he's taking notes from Michael Jordan. He's honestly gambling the day before and he's winning. So if no one's if people who are listening, they haven't been keeping up with the league's cup. Inter Miami beat out Philadelphia yesterday and they beat him three, one, four, one, Yep. Bro, Inter Miami's bottom of the MLS. This is before Messi and them joined, though. So they haven't played any league games yet. But Miami bro, but get this. bottom. Get this. Philly was top tier, bro. Second place in the whole yeah. table. They're a top three team every year. And they're playing at home. Fans are electric. And they Messi and all them, Martinez... Busquets, they all just shut it down quick. Yo, they, they shut it down so quick. I love what Miami's doing because they're probably pissing off so many teams. But honestly, it's a good thing because what that's going to do is owners going to be like, well, what the fuck? What do we have to do to compete with Miami? We got to go find yeah. these players too. So I think, and especially because they're, they, they still have like a few years to give to the, to the club. Mm-hmm. I think that we might see more, just like what Saudi Arabia is doing. They're bringing in all these big names. At least Saudi. Yeah, we got Arabia, money too. Yeah, but Saudi Arabia is bringing in like names that are older now. Like, I mean, Neymar could have kept playing. He's thirty-one. He's a little injury prone, but I mean, he's a little on the decline. But I hope, I hope all these American owners start seeing what's happening with Miami. The tickets for a Messi game insane. are just through the roof, bro. Through the roof. $800 a ticket or something. So, like, these owners, they, I hope they bring in top-tier players and they make the MLS a little bit bigger. Yeah, it's crazy because Messi might single-handedly, just like uh, CR7, Messi might single-handedly elevate the MLS. We might start seeing all these greats or at least previous greats coming in, you know, playing their little fun soccer that's not not EPL or not European soccer and just having a good time with it, but also putting on a show week in and week out. Yeah. A hundred percent. The crazy thing about Miami though, is that they qualified, they, they made it to the finals, but they also qualified for the CONCACAF champions league. So that's like the champions league for North America, Central America, Jamaica and South America. So like the whole, the whole region. It's going to be so weird. I don't know what's weirder to see Inter Miami playing the Champions League in the CONCACAF Champions League, or is it weirder that Messi is playing in the CONCACAF Champions League? He Honestly, could a, he could be playing in a stadium in Argentina or Brazil, man. That's so sick. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then if you look at like Miami's history, trash. So it's like this team should never be anywhere. I actually, uh, I have a future ticket going for them to win it all. The ticket's looking better and better, right? Well, but... you're saying win the like the league, MLS, MLS league. For them to do that, it's crazy. They're, uh, it's twelve points. They're twelve points away from ninth place. Ninth place yeah. is what they need to qualify. They have ten games left, and they have two games in hand. So, it's a possibility the way they're playing. If they make it to the playoffs, because, you know, they do playoffs in MLS, they'll make noise for sure. Do you know the odds for them to win it all? Well, when I got it, it was plus 1,000. Oh, shit. So, let me do a little quick. Uh, 
it's probably it's probably gone down just the way they're playing man i mean messi has scored six goals in a row yeah that dude is six just straight. wild and he and he's already played the top tier teams in the mls in this league's cup and made them look like little kids like it's not gonna slow down for them at all yeah, like this man really just went against Philadelphia, who has an amazing defense and just, you know, bangs one in like usual and just causes havoc. Yeah. So they're plus 900 right now. So it's moving. That's still it's moving I slowly. Mean, that's still a nice bet. I would put that. They're actually in the top four. So it goes Cincy, LAFC, Philly, then Miami. That's as the wild. winners. I wonder what it was before they beat Philly because Philly's ahead of them still. So I wonder if they they probably moved up in the odds. Yeah, for sure. No doubt. Especially the way they beat them. It was just, it was insane. People got to watch the League's Cup, bro. For sure. Yeah, the MLS, you got to watch too. It's it's been a lot of fun. So I'm going to, I'm just going to tie it back to EPL a little bit. I know there's um, some big news with Kane. If you want to let the people know. Yeah, Harry Kane, man, he's going to Bayern, or he's already at Bayern. He already played his first game. Uh, Did he? Did he score? No, he was on the bench. They actually lost. Okay. It was a, it was a Super Cup, so he could have had the chance to win his first trophy, and they, and they lost to Dang. Red Bulls. In uh, it's a German league, right? So, uh, yeah. Bayern Munich plays in the German league in the Bundesliga. This man has never won a trophy. And he's, he's probably, cursed, bro. probably the, one of the like top three world's greatest strikers at the moment. Never won a trophy. He's at the Bundesliga, uh, which is a German league. And this is probably the biggest move an English player has ever made uh, since like David Beckham. Um, That's insane. Uh, apart from Jude Bellingham, who's at Real Madrid. But Jude Bellingham went from England to Germany already. So he already did like an overseas move. So yeah, it's been a long time since we've had like an English player from the EPL move outside of their league to go play in another European team. Yeah, and that man, I mean, watching him like of course he's great. He's amazing. But that's crazy. One for Tottenham, they lost him. And then two for you to say he didn't win anything, but like when you watch him, he's an amazing player. Oh, he He's one of the greatest strikers we'll see. He's he could have really, if he would have stayed in the EPL, he could have broken the record for most goals scored in the EPL ever. Wild. He was on pace to do that. So it's kind of sad we're not going to see that happen. That record. I mean, he's young, so I think he's 29. So he could easily come back. And I wish he would have stayed with the Spurs because he would have been on a free. He would have been a free agent next year, next summer. He would have been coming to us. He'd have been coming to United. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> I think he comes back to the EPL eventually, though, and tries to break his the record. Probably. I mean, I could see it. I don't think he. I think he had a more problem with Tottenham than anything. It wasn't really like issues with the league or anything. So no, I think he just wanted to win trophies. I think he wanted silverware. Yeah, and that team wasn't gonna do. He he seen no. a Holland bro, and he was like, "Nah, I yeah. need to get out of here." <laughs> no, they they weren't gonna win anything. So I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. Let's go. Um, let's hit the MLB for a little bit since that's the, I guess the prime season going on. 
kind of it's just weird news, man. Just, yeah, I'm just gonna let's get this one out of the way. Wander Franco dating a 14 year old. He's married, bro. He's 22. That's, just, that's an I, eight year gap. Like this guy just needs to go to jail. Like you permanently know, just, type thing. That's just fucked up shit. Yeah, it's just like he should but, be getting no different kind of treatment just because he's a MLB star. You know, like that's just. I agree, bro. Weird, you know. Like I, I don't even know what's going through your head. First of all, and second of all, like, come on, man, what you doing? And then this guy, this man, goes on his Facebook Live, or no, it was Instagram Live, bro. And he goes on there, and he's like, "Oh, it's not true. I didn't do it." But then there's like clear evidence that it is true. Yeah, like and... this girl got your chain on with your number hanging from her chest like that <laughs> yeah man like this guy's making him look like a, he's just he's just acting a fool looking like a fool like hey when you go on ig live to explain some shit you know you got caught you, up <laughs> you know you got yeah you know you're fucked man if that's if that's if your pr agents are saying yo you gotta just talk to the people right now like <laughs> we ain't got time to come up with a statement you know you're done for. Yeah, they got you, bro. To make it even worse, that day, so August 13th, right? When the day that this news starts leaking, the Rays are handing out during their home game. They're giving away a throwback Wander Franco hat. And the limit is ages 14 and younger, bro. Like, what are the odds that that happened on that day? Oh, like, wait. They, no way. That's sucks, true. Are you bro. fucking it's serious? True. 100% true, bro. Straight from their website. That's just... That's just fucked, man. What? Like, his hat. <laughs> it's to 14 and younger? Come on, now. Now, I wonder, is that his choice? Did he say that or did the Rays say that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that can you imagine? Even more. Can you imagine this guy's like, hey, only hand those hats to children under 14. Oh, bro. <laughs> like, come just, on, bro. That's just scary. Like, that's just. This dude is just a predator, another, bro. That's yeah, just, he yeah, got to go. Uh, that's it, it sucks because he got so much talent, but there's no place for that. There's That's no place saying. for any of this. I, I, I think the Rays handled it as best as they could that day of. Like that day that the oh, news yeah. broke, they cut him. He was gone. He he wasn't on the he wasn't on the roster to go play. He was just it's like he didn't he just disappeared. So it sounds like they're gonna cut ties and at least handle it better than the NFL or the EPL or any of these other big leagues do with when you hear about things like this. So I hope honestly good. It would be like two game suspension in the NFL, bro. The EPL, you got Mason Greenwood, who might be coming back to play for United when he there's like video or video and voice recording evidence of him like abusing and you know doing whatever he was doing to his girlfriend. So you know, there's just there's some of these leagues that I, I just they don't care. the best yeah. parts of sports, and then there's the worst parts of sports, you know. Yeah, I mean, this dude. For sure. I mean, MLB, props to MLB. They handle it just right. Right. For sure, yeah. like you said. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch it up a little bit. I'm going to talk about the Rays as a whole. So now their ace, McClanahan, 
having Tommy John surgery. So their season went from like, <laughs> oh, this is this is the team this year. They just broke the record, most wins in a row to start a season. And now their ace goes down. Their infielder goes down for a different situation, obviously. But yeah, that's crazy. They're they're declining quick. Oh, they're they're just not going to do well in the playoffs. No. Yeah, they ain't making it this year. How do you get your team morale to like come back after the Franco news? And then your ace is gone. Like, but anyways, let's talk a little bit about Aaron Judge, man. They put this man on the IL 10. And I swear he was gone for what seemed like it had to be like two months, right? I don't think it was that long, but he was definitely gone for at least a month. I mean, I had this man on my fantasy baseball team, bro. I started out, I was okay. Our team was all right. We were the bench warmers. That's our team name, you know, underdogs. Aaron Judge gets hurt. We lost every game. I think we're like five and <laughs> something. Like <laughs> we lost every game. <laughs> Damn. You're basically the Yankees, bro. We're basically the Yankees. We started out nice. We were kind of hot and cold, but now we're just cold forever. <laughs> Judge is screwing everyone, bro. Yeah, man. Fuck. So I'm gonna take it from the cold teams to the hot teams. The Dodgers and the Braves are just going off. They made yeah. the right trade moves. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of shit-talking Todd Bowley on his soccer side, but what he's done with the Dodgers is really impressive. When you have a team, when, when a team has to like compete with teams like the Yankees, let's bring it back to the Yankees. You have the Yankees on the East and the Dodgers on the West, always been top two, top two name mm-hmm. brands of the MLB. I mean, that's a lot of pressure for anyone to play under those two teams. And when you can consistently have a good team like the Dodgers have had and compete year in, year out, someone's yeah. doing a good and job. Then, you know? And then taking it from like LA, right? Like even the Lakers, you have all the pressure in LA. Like you're the, you're the city of stars. That's what they call it. So, you know, yeah. to perform week in and week out, especially in the long baseball season. Yeah. Crazy. Especially when you have MLB is cool because you have so many games a week where you have to consistently play well. Oh, Same thing yeah. with the NBA. Um, it's just like, just statistically, like it's harder to do that when you have four games, three games in a week, or just like over the weekend period, you know? Uh, just statistically, it's harder to keep a good, like it shows who the better teams are statistically when you have, when you win like three out of the four games week in, week out or whatever, so... Yeah, because you have to constantly be on your A game. There's no yeah. like, hey, you know, obviously they, they have stinker of games, but in a whole season where there's like 200 games, it really shows you who's the top tier teams. Yeah, exactly. You could have like an NFL where you play one or a CFB, you play one, one game a week. Upsets happen all the time, you know? Yeah. And that's just like the nature of playing one time a week. So. It's tougher yeah, too. That, I mean, that's a whole different kind of, you know, game schedule because you gotta win every game. Uh, yeah, so, so you can't throw up a stinker there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, bro, I'm I'm excited to see that NLCS, Dodgers versus Braves. Who's gonna make it to the the World Series? That's gonna be a crazy matchup. I got the I got the Dodgers, bro. 
I don't know. I think I might I take it's my the Latino Braves. roots. It's my Latino roots right there. <laughs> Acuna is so nice, though. That's my. That's the reason I'd say the Braves. Yeah, Acuna's been playing out of his mind. Yeah, that dude. He does it all. It's crazy. He's fun to watch too. Yeah. Well, uh, I kind of want to move into the NFL because there's been some just bizarre news, uh, unexpected news in terms of players going to certain teams. And then uh, for me, just the weirdest thing of the week, something I did not expect to hear about was Michael. Out of nowhere. I mean, that was so crazy. And I feel horrible for this man, dude. Um, So some people may not have heard, but uh, like the star of Blindside, the the player that that movie was based off of, Michael Orr, he came out this past week saying that in October of last year, he found out that the family who supposedly adopted him never actually adopted him. And when he was 18, they made him sign these papers and they told him that the papers were adoption papers. The papers were actually conservatorship papers where they took ownership and were able to control his finances Throughout his NFL career, um, the movie Blindside, it won an Oscar, and it made over $300 million. He didn't see a penny from that movie, apparently. The crazy part is, so now they're coming out with their side, right? And they said, no, we gave him money. And the reason this is all happening is he needs more money. He basically told them, hey, if you don't give me $15 million, I'm coming out with all this stuff, like a blackmail type scheme. So I'm like, who who do we believe in this situation, no, bro? You can't you can't be believing the family, man. That that unless there's solid evidence, obviously on both sides. But this is just a classic thing. Like this happens all the time, bro. Uh, you look at the Britney yeah. Spears family. I mean, she's she's pretty crazy, but. <laughs> she was she obviously was also be maybe she does the need to be on a conservatorship i don't know it's not up to me to decide but, <laughs> but like that happened with her um uh the lead singer of the beach boys he was under conservatorship too and they took all his money i mean this happens with big stars or you know all the time when they're not like advised correctly in the movie they said that yeah. he couldn't read or write and That's that true. wasn't even true like he could read and write i mean he was doing that in high he, school. So he had way more talent or way more um brains, I guess I'll say. Yeah. Than what was in the movie. Seem, yeah. Yeah. Um so I just I, I bro, this is happening for years where white people take advantage of minorities, man. Like I, I'm not surprised yeah. about that, you know, like that. It's just fucked up. I feel bad for him. I think it's true. Like I don't think I can't be siding with the family on this at all. This news actually came out like a few years ago, too, but now it's finally gaining steam because I know back then they were talking about it a little bit, but then it just fell off. But then it happened again. And it's just it's overall crazy because, you know, I personally love that movie. That movie's sick, bro. (laughs) Yeah. To see like all this, I'm like, I'll never watch that shit again. Why? Why would I? I think what they should do, honestly, if it's true, right? If he's if he's speaking the truth, is they do a re-release of the movie, put it back in the movie theaters, and all the proceeds that come from that go to him. That would be kind of cool. 
Bro, or since he's he's outside of his career now, let's have him in the movie, bro. Then he uh-huh. can be like, hey, this shit's false. This is true. This is how we're going to run the movie. Yeah, well, honestly, there's <laughs> probably going to be a documentary on all this. Just like there's a documentary on everything these days. We're going to get a 30 for 30. Michael <laughs> yeah. Orr. <laughs> or it's going to be a Netflix doc. Like, <laughs> we'll see in a few years honestly bro <laughs> yeah anyways that was that was just kind of crazy it was kind of shocking i didn't I know what blindsided yeah. by it like it was just yeah random, bro people on twitter were having me dying they said man it sounds like he really got blindsided i was like come on it's too early for that <laughs> that's what i'm saying man <laughs> and then someone else was like do you think sandra bullock would lie to us <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she doesn't seem like that type. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Maybe in the movie, she did kind of seem like a hey, like yeah, crazy she... lady in the movie. <laughs> she's she was a little playing, wild. She's playing the character, man. So you know, she's playing the. Mom, That's what man. I'm saying. Maybe so, she met her and she was like, "Yo, she's wild. I'm gonna I'm be gonna wild. Be, I'm gonna be wild. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, she's gonna take method acting to the next level." <laughs> so. Besides that, man, uh, I want to keep talking NFL before we jump into the CFB because there was some also kind of sad news with CFB this week. But uh, NFL, Dalvin Cook signs with the Jets. Um, We've seen it coming. Everyone saw that coming. The, the man was at the training camp a couple weeks ago. Fans were chanting his name. Uh, they yeah. wanted him. He wanted it. That team is going to be insane. Bro, let's hop into fantasy value, right? Because people are drafting Brees. People didn't know what to do with Dalvin. People didn't know what to do with the Jets offense, to be honest. I, I, I'm i staying away. I'm staying away from the running back group. Really? For sure. I mean, oh, who are you going to take? I think they're for sure going to be They're going to be a timeshare. They uh, have to be. I don't know, man. Uh, Brees is injury prone. He just got brought off the injury, injury list, I think, a couple days ago. But so is uh, Dalvin. Dalvin is too. I think they signed him on a one year, so I don't know if they have much trust in him either to be healthy yeah. for a year. Um, but I'm still taking him. I mean, this is what, what I've round? always been told with fantasy. Well, hold up. What I've always been told in fantasy is draft players on good teams. No matter what. Yeah, that's just true. Just draft players on good teams. You're, you're going to get some sort of value, whether Dalvin Cook's an RB3, whether he's an RB2. He could be an RB1. He's done it in the past, obviously. This man's been leading rusher before. Um, and he did it with teams like Minnesota before they had, uh, before Justin Jefferson broke out, uh, before Stephon yeah. Diggs really broke out. I mean, he's done it on on this Vikings team and competed at the highest level in that division. So uh, he's not so that that's m- That's my problem, bro, is in Minnesota... Once these players, like once uh, Dennis came through, Cook's value really diminished. So, what about that G Will effect? G Will and Aaron, but bro, but that's a, a nice thing. Also... They open up the field when you have a dual threat. Like you could have uh, on your offense if you have a dual threat, like you have G Will as a receiver, and you have a nice running back. Defenses don't know how to line up. Yeah, and so. They're gonna line up to, to maybe two man on on G Will this season. They're not gonna run coverage on him, no way, unless unless they don't have quarters for him. But um 
when they do that, it just opens the field for Dalvin Cook. I mean, you know. That's true. There's that and other the side Jets, of it, right? Like Jets, Aaron Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron, same That's, thing. He's Aaron Jones, bro. Or yeah. A-Rod. Yeah, Aaron Jones is going to be – he was always nice. He was always valuable until, like, really the last, last couple – yeah, last year, year, the year before that, the very end. He wasn't very nice. But I would take Dalvin Cook probably in, like – if he's there, I would take him in the third, fourth round, to be honest. So, third round, you're looking at – at least in redraft, you're looking at G-Will. You taking him over G-Will? I – in my, drafts, in my drafts, my drafts, will hasn't even been in the third round. He's gone in the second round easy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I've been seeing him early third. If you can get him, that's like the for yeah. sure pick in the third round. Yeah. But Dalvin in the third, bro. I don't know. I don't I think mean, I what, could do it. What running backs are you taking over Dalvin Cook? Well, to me, that's kind of, it's the dead zone. Think about it. Think about it. Hold on. Think about it. Alvin Kamara, AK. All right, hey, hey, let's do this. Let's do this exercise, bro. Okay. You name some name some running backs. I'll tell you who I'll take over Dalvin. Any running back. Any running back. DeAndre Swift. Nah, I'm taking Dalvin. Okay, Joe Mixon. I'm taking Mix. Uh okay, how about uh okay, how about AK without the six game suspension? Oh, hundred percent AK. AK with the six game suspension. <laughs> Dalvin. You gotta go Dalvin, bro. That's such a high suspension. They're okay. about the same right now, in my opinion. So you without would take, the... you would take AK in the third round with a six game suspension. No, I'm saying without a six game. They're about on the same level. No, nah, AK's way better. AK's way better without six games, in my opinion. One of my boys in uh, in high school, man, he's a, he's actually a big uh, Broncos fan. And in high school, I think it must have been like the they they won the league in 2013. Yeah, 2013, 2013 or 2014. Yeah, it was like the 2012, 2013 season. This man drafted the entire Broncos team. Peyton Manning, Demarius Thomas, uh, who was a running back at the time. Um, they had someone good, too. Yeah, I mean, the entire team was Broncos players. Both Decker. wide receivers. <laughs> Decker, bro. Yeah, he had Decker. <laughs> he had Decker, too. Dude, Decker had a freaky season. Decker was that on team that was- team, <laughs> man. That team was just crazy, and he won it. Broncos defense. Like every that whole team was stacked. He even had the defense. Yeah, bro. They hey, did not that man's lose. next level. That team did not lose. Bro, that's my new Shout strategy. Whoever, <laughs> whoever I see gonna win the Super Bowl, I'm taking the whole team. Bengals players, all Bengals. Like, can you go wrong with Bengals players right now? No, T. Higgins I mean, mix. Mix is gonna mix is in trouble, right? Yeah, a little so bit. Maybe you don't. Not you don't, too much maybe, though, because it's yeah, the NFL. Maybe, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So maybe you draft mix, uh, you know, early. But either way, you can't go wrong with Bengals players. Uh, no, not at all. All Jets players can't go wrong with all Jets players. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is old. Maybe not in a dynasty. You're not going to draft them. But 
I'm shooting for him in the late rounds. Like, uh, the not? upside's top yeah. three. Why not? I'm curious to see if we get prime time A Rod or if we get Russell Wilson A Rod. You know what I'm saying? No, no way. Russell Wilson's just a. You know, he's a. I think he's a top three leading rusher in the NFL. Who? Russell Wilson. All right, but he, he played three drives against my shitty Cardinals, and they still lost the preseason game. Bro, he didn't even score. This dude couldn't score against the Cardinals. <laughs> I know. I mean, that team... Do you see what... Uh, oh, this is kind of sad. So I was watching Hard Knocks, and the first episode, they bring up uh, what Sean Payton said about... Um, the QB coach on the Jets. Uh, oh no, I didn't. I didn't see it yet, actually. Oh, he was. Uh, oh yeah, I did see that, bro. He he trashed them. Sean Payton gets brought in this year. He says that it was like a child's room. Like it was just like the worst. It was a shit show. He came in. Nathaniel Hackett just like was the worst coach they could have possibly. I mean, is he lying? No. <laughs> I mean, they obviously had a bad season but for you to say that about another coach that's kind of wild man yeah coaches don't come in hot like that bro no man yeah he says it's one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the nfl yeah i think he just wants to motivate his team and be like hey we have all this talent i know you guys were ass last year but that's like our team's way better than what you guys produced last year i think that's the message he's kind of going for but at the same time, like calling a dude out by either his first name or obviously like everyone knows who the head coach was. Like that's right. a that's a little rough. Yeah, it's kind of sad. I mean, he well now he went from head coach to QB coach for the Jets. Still kind of impressive. I mean, you're working under this Jets team now. That's you know your resume is going to get built back up. You're working with Aaron Rodgers. How can yeah. you go, like what are you going to tell this man to do better? No, honestly. A-Rod's you know the, I mean? the quarterback coach. <laughs> yeah, he literally is. You're watching Hard Knocks. He's literally the one coaching all these players. Bro, did you see the, I guess the NFL, I don't know if this is confirmed, but the NFL said that um, Sauce and A-Rod can't do their handshake anymore. I'm like, why are you taking away just like fun little things? They said what? it's supporting an illegal substance. Oh, bro. Yeah, you know the... They go... (laughs) They smoke the joint. They could be smoking a cigarette. Bro, that's so stupid because I guarantee half the players in the NFL and the ops... In fact, players have come out and said that they all smoke weed. That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm like, come on It doesn't even have to be weed. It could be cigarettes, like... Exactly. Right. Like it could people be... are just doing this for fun. Like they're they're just having fun. They're just, they're having, just having a good fun, time. Man, like I don't know. I mean, I could see how maybe like it could inf- like you could see I, I can see both sides of it, man. Like I used to sub and so I'd go into these classrooms and I used to sub in like a very uh low income school. It was, it was like really rough school, right? Okay. And I could see how, like, some of those kids, if they saw that, they'd be, like, thinking, oh, it's it's cool, let's do this. And they're, like, 12, bro, and they're already smoking weed or whatever, smoking cigarettes. And that's, like, not good. Like, you don't want 
you don't want the kids to be doing that stuff. I could see the I could see that, but then it's like, man, well, how far do they have to go to like they already they already don't allow them to celebrate to the max that they used to be able to celebrate when they score yeah. a, a touchdown. So it's like, man, like why do they got to be that strict? But I don't know. I can kind of see it, but you know, it's kind of weak at the same time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's crazy because that team has so much chemistry compared to the A-Rod with the Packers, bro. Like, he hated all his receivers. He was like, these dudes can't catch, which rightfully so. I mean, he's dropping it right in their basket, bro, and they just drop it. He's got Cobb on the team. You know how old Cobb is? Bro, like 45. <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> nah, I'm just messing, but... Oh, but you yeah. think he's old, right? I mean, he's like 30. He's, he's not 31. like crazy. No, old. he's 32. Yeah. I thought he was like I thought he was like 39, bro. I forgot this man was in the league. I thought Randall Cobb retired until I saw him <laughs> on Hard Knocks. I was like, what the fuck is he doing there? Nah, he only plays with A-Rod, bro. He doesn't play yeah, for anyone else. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has all his, like, friends. Like, he's just chilling. He's going to retire after the Jets probably. Like, I mean, he's just... It's Me? Be, they got the highest chemistry in the league. I haven't watched Hard Knocks, right? But to see A-Rod with the chemistry with G-Will, not just, like, the field chemistry, but off-field chemistry, for him to talk so highly on G-Will, and then for him to have that handshake with Sauce... That means so much, and I'm sure that means yeah. so much to them because they watched oh, him the growing players. up. Yeah, that was their guy growing up, man. That's the dude that they all... I mean, that's the guy we all watch, too. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's really cool to see. Like, I hated yeah. watching him on the Packers because I was just like, this dude's miserable. The, I'm sure Bro. the receivers hate him <laughs> because I would. <laughs> His helmet on the Packers, I mean, everything about him just looked off. Like, he always, like, when they changed their uniforms, his helmet looked way too big for his head. His beard, like he just looked like he was just like depressed in Wisconsin throughout the winters. You know what I mean? Like honestly, cabin fever. Like, but yeah, we'll see what happens to him. He look if you watch Hard Knocks, he just looks in good spirits, man. He looks happy, looks excited. Yeah, yeah. excited for that team for sure. Let me go. Let me go to my Buckeye, bro. Oh wait, I O. Yeah, my guy Zeke to the Pats. I'm excited for it personally. Yeah, Zeke the Pats, it's just going to be like, I don't know what to say about it because it's it's weird how like hard he fell off so quickly. It was TP. TP just like completely shoved him out of that room almost. Yeah, it's just it's it's weird to see how that team went. Dak and Zeke, just like the face of the franchise, just like the two players cooking like. I mean, yeah. to then to then just like within a season, just disappearing. Like, I don't even know what there's literally no explanation for why Zeke fell off so hard. Yeah, but my boy, my boy shaved his head. My boy got his cut. He's back to his uh, 2016 vibes. And he can honestly take that LeGarrette blunt roll. Like this man can fall into the end zone 13 times this season. Oh, he still got it in him. Yeah, 100%. That's why I'm so confused how he fell off so hard. Like, uh, Stevenson's not going to win out the job, I don't think. Uh, I mean, those stocks went down. Yeah, those stocks went down heavy for him. I feel bad for people who drafted him already. Honestly. Um, Zeke's just going to be a a goal line machine, I think. Like, I think he's just going to steal all the goal line touches. He's just going to, I think he's going to, his value, 
he's a nice flex option in fantasy, I think. I think Zeke's going to be yeah. nice. He's a late round flyer. He's going to be nice. 100%, bro. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Ohio, man, that's kind of sad news this week. Gene Smith. Ah, bro. I told you you bring this up. I might shed a tear. <laughs> no. So Ohio State athletic director retiring June 30th, 2024. At least he's got another season in him. I heard I heard, he had an interview that I listened to. I listened to the whole thing. And, and he's really retiring just because of time. Bro, like he has grandkids. He has like all this, you know, he wants to live out the rest of his life. So I, I truly, I truly appreciate that. But it's not even what he did for Ohio State football, bro. It's what he did for the whole institution. Like we have one of the most sponsored sports programs. So we have like the most sports within a program. And like he brought, you know, not only to the big guys, but the small teams like soccer golf lacrosse all those different sports that a lot of people you know in ohio aren't playing he brought that possibility and he actually shared a lot of stories of like you know him talking to the the swim team about different things and trying to improve every aspect of the athletic program so it it is really sad to see yeah man that's a lot how many years was he there for bro so many it was like 25 years like he's been there a long time and this program doesn't know anything different at this point so yeah curious to see where we step to next that's a whole culture he created in the athletics department in a whole college like that's a long time and then it's crazier now like whoever's gonna step in his place it's gonna have to hit the ground running bro like think about the conference realignment nil's like still still new in the college atmosphere like they're gonna have to be on point because yeah. he he had it down yeah he make wild, me shed man. a tear bro <laughs> sorry <laughs> to bring it up but it was big news in college football yeah we did we had to bring it up for sure yeah um man let's just shift to the nba let's just uh i don't know you got anything more for football before we move on oh no nah, that colts the colts named um ar-15 AR Richardson. 15. he's the starter man week one that's kind of wild Hey, he can't be AR-15, though. There's only one AR-15, and he plays for the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. It's not that it was unexpected, but I I didn't expect it that quickly, I think. Maybe, maybe like, before the season started, maybe I would have heard that news. I've been like, okay, that makes sense. But, like, yeah, I mean, preseason... It's like what game three of preseason still. They're still in the third or fourth game mm-hmm. this week. So the Colts must or yeah, the Colts staff must have really seen something they really liked. I mean, everyone's solid in college. This man can run. So it's crazy. So one, he's for sure a flyer. He's a late round flyer, no yeah. doubt. Like this dude has he can run for a hundred yards at any given day. And two, out of all the quarterbacks, bro, Levis, Stroud, Mitch Bryce dude. Young. <laughs> this dude is like i i don't know he got named the starter before stroud and i don't think young's technically the starter yet so he was the first one yeah that's what i'm saying like for it to happen this early i was kind of like whoa okay but yeah i mean i could see how too. the colts need it bro i mean <laughs> think about all the quarterbacks that they've had since andrew luck like it's just been 
trash. And then even Andrew, I mean, I think Andrew Luck started it all. He just randomly retires. Yeah, he was the downfall, bro. They he yeah. would still be playing right now. He hundred percent. He would still he would be like we would be talking about Andrew Luck the way we talk about Aaron Rodgers. Hey, people so. are picking up Andrew Luck, bro. No he's shot. like the top top transactional player right now. Yo, that's funny. I don't get why. <laughs> They're just doing it to honor the Colts, man. I'm excited to see the first week of football. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. Is I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the NBA, like you said. Get back yeah. on that hardwood. Our biggest news: this man James Harden. I'm a. I got the quote. I got the exact quote because I watched the video like 20 Let's times. Let's hear it. Yeah. On video, he says, Daryl Morey is a liar. I will never take part of an organization that he's a part of. Let me say that again. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. Like, what? Damn, <laughs> you, sound, you sound just like him. It sounds like you, uh, you rehearsed that. I watched that. it, bro. <laughs> Let Honestly. me say it again. Daryl Morey <laughs> is a liar. Man, this guy had to say it twice. <laughs> like, bro knows he's on camera, and then the fans are cheering. I mean, I don't bro, know if he's like in he, China or something. Yeah, he says but... it in China, bro. That's so random. He just the woke fans... up and he was like, I choose violence today. Yeah, man. <laughs> But honestly, this this story should be bigger, I think, and it, I believe it's going to get bigger than it is. I mean, this is actually kind of crazy. Think about what happened to Harden. He goes to Philly. He takes a pay cut, right? Everyone was like, oh, man, this guy's a team player. Like, he's taking a pay cut uh, because they told him that they were going to sign players and make Philly a contender. And so the 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 problem is Maury. The problem's not Maury keeping his promise, but the bigger issue is that any promise to any player should be a salary cap violation. Um, Michael Rosenberg, yeah. he says, it's no longer a spat. This should be an investigation to salary cap violations. And I agree with that because you can't be promising players things like that. You can't be saying, I'm going to promise you a lucrative deal in the future if you take a pay cut right now so that we can sign players to be better. Um, that's basically what happened. Harden took a pay cut. Philly signed players. And now Harden's pissed because I'm sure he met with Maury and uh, for the extension talks and it didn't go how he wanted. Yeah. And I think, you know, the players, the caliber that he needs on that team to be successful isn't there. So he's like, hey, we talked about this. This is the reason I took the pay cut. And you went and grabbed, you know, some C plus players versus A plus players. Yeah, exactly. 100%. So I don't know, man. I, I, I'm kind of nervous to see where this goes. I mean, leave it to Maury and Harden to blow up the league, you know. Before month, training month, camps, yeah, a little, before little, everything little, starts, yeah, a little less than a month before the, you know the game. The games, games are about to start up, so yeah, I don't know. Let's see what happens, but that's pretty crazy. Hard, oh, Harden's been here before, so I mean, we kind of know what Harden's gonna do. I've already seen news like beat reporters saying. Hey, this is just Harden's first step, and he plans on making it real uncomfortable for the organization. And he's already done that. He's done it with the Rockets. He's done it with the Nets. He knows yeah. what he's doing. Rockets so. fans, this isn't new to them, but it's a bit bigger than what happened with the Rockets. I mean, this guy, he oh, did hundred percent. He did take a pay cut. Like that's not disputed. He came to Philly to compete, thinking that he would get a nice deal after they play well. You know. 
Yeah, it sucks because he wants to be there. Like it's it's pretty clear that he wants to be there. I mean, yeah. why else would you take a pay cut? And you want to be good. Like ain't nobody coming in there to not be good. Yeah, for sure. But that's all I had in the NBA. I had to get it out. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean that's all got, I had. Man. That's all I had for the NBA. And honestly, that's that's all I got for all sports. So was, yeah, that's good about week, it man. for me, bro. Yeah, it's a good it's a good week with drama. It's kind of sports filled upsets. I mean, it's exciting. EPL started and now CFB starting, bro. I cannot wait. And then we got NFL right after, so it's gonna be yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's going to be a nice episode next week. See what we got to talk about. Yeah. It's going to build up. So, Well, bro, another great episode. Cheers, Berto. Cheers, my guy. Hey, cheers to that, baby. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Yes, sir. Peace.